now. Talk real estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm your host, Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing agents who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my co-host Melissa Wallace and I will provide you with my team's unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We value the experience of our agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so much that not only will you hear my perspective on real estate topics, occasionally you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of our experienced agents at Boston Connect Real Estate. Be a part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you like to listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with me at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am joined tonight by the one and only Emmy Flaherty. Hello. Hello. Emmy is a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate, and she's joined me in the past, and she's joined Sharon in the past. Um, But I'm going to give you a moment to reintroduce yourselves to all of our listeners who might have missed your episode. Well, thank you. Um, I am Emmy Flaherty. I am a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect in Pembroke. I am also a resident of Pembroke, so I live, sleep, eat, and breathe Pembroke. (laughs) Um, And you can reach me at 781-217-4580 or all things social media. You can find me as Realtor Emmy Flaherty. Yeah. And your kids go to Pembroke schools? They do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you really do eat, breathe, live Everything else you could possibly do. Everything Pembroke. Pembroke. I do. I love it. (laughs) And you're a part of so many different things, too. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? Sure. So um, I'm on the PTO for Bryanville Elementary. We just had a holiday fair this weekend, which was awesome. We had just about 80 vendors at the Wolves Den here in Pembroke. I try to keep it here in town. Um, So that was awesome. I'm also on the Pembroke Chamber of Commerce. Um, I'm on the committee for the Pembroke Farmer's Market, and soon enough, it exists, but we haven't started doing it yet. You'll be able to adopt an island here in Pembroke. Wow. Yeah? Yeah. And well, you could be a part of the dog park committee. Yes, <laughs> I'm a, I know. I'm a part of that, and I don't have a dog. Right? <laughs> you could be a part of that. I, I, I would yeah. definitely join that. You know I love my animals. Yeah. With all of your free time, you also have a book club. <laughs> yes, that we you do. Meet yeah, you meet here um, once a month, right? Do we you meet do. anywhere else or just here? No, just oh, here. Wow, we're special. So you have a book club. Can people join it? Of course. Anyone can join. The thing about this is, you know, you can't see when you're watching us um, on, you know, Facebook when we go live on the radio or obviously if you're in your car, but... Here at Boston Connect, we our office is a house. So yeah. the basement is carpeted, and Sharon has it decorated wonderfully. So we sit downstairs with a glass of wine, discuss the books, um, and we have a great time. Everyone's welcome. We're on Facebook as Pembroke Literary Society. We meet once a month. Usually it's the first Thursday, but depending mm-hmm. on schedules, we sometimes juggle. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, and you do cookie classes, you do the blanket, like you just do so much here. I know. <laughs> I'm like, how does how do you have time for anything? You're so busy with your real estate, you're busy with life that I'm like, oh my gosh, I know. I I could compare you to Amy Masfer. Yes. So like, just always everywhere, but All always doing what she's supposed to. Like, it's well, just so funny. You just you kind of figure it out. You know where your priorities are, and I love having the events here because. You know, I know a lot of towns on South Shore. I'm South Shore born and raised. So, you know, a lot of other towns that I have lived in in the past, they have a lot of great spaces for events and such. But where we're Pembroke and and we're a little bit further out, um, it's getting better. We've definitely got like a lot of restaurants Mm -hmm. and stuff. But the point is that I I chose to have events here because it's beautiful. Yeah. We're right in the center of town. We're right across from Stop and Shop in, in the center of Pembroke. So it's very welcoming and I love to have people in. So yeah, we do cookies. We actually have cookie brunch this weekend, but that's sold out. Um, oh, wow. Is it this Sunday? Yeah. Oh, cookie brunch this Sunday. Yes, we're doing cookie brunch. So um, we'll be decorating cookies and having some mimosas um, and that's having awesome. a good time. Yeah, that's awesome. And I know Julia, who is um, our administrative coordinator here, who puts together our agendas. We always veer off, which I yes. feel bad, but... <laughs> But she um, she attends a lot of your events, too. She's part of your book club, and, and we just love that. And we love that you utilize our space because we want people to come here, right? It is. Yeah. It's so fun. And if you're wondering what it looks like, I have a, a video on Instagram under under um, Office. Oh, I, really? I love it. Yeah, oh, I put it with nice. really good music. I love it. It's just cute in here. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it is very cute. Um, but, uh, you know, and speaking of Pembroke, I have this in front of me. Do you know more about this? Because, okay, so it's for the Pembroke Titans football. It's like a little, I don't know, car, like these little cards that you can get deals for local businesses. So there's mm-hmm. Town Tavern, there's Pins, somewhere else, Jersey Mike's, Angel Pizza. 550 Tavern and all a bunch of other places in here there's McDonald's alumni everything so um, if we have a caller tonight so um, we're going to get into what our topic is about but if you want to join in on our discussion um, and you're feeling very brave and you want to call in 781-837-4900 is the number to the studio Larry will take your phone call and and pipe you into us again 781-837-4900 anybody who calls I'm going to give away I have more than one, but we're hoping for at least one caller. So I have one of these. I will give it to you. It's it's to save some money, all the money. Um, we, we purchased them as an office, but um, all the money went to the Pembroke um, Titans football. So Yeah, they're little discount cards. You can yeah. put them on your key ring or they have an app and then you go places. Oh, that's perfect. See if there's a discount. But Town Tavern's on there and I've used yeah. mine quite a few times. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I, I've been to town a couple times and I haven't brought mine. So um, shame on me. But uh, yeah. Yeah, five dollars off a purchase of thirty dollars or more. Like these are some of the, some of these are really great. They are deals. So free chips and drink with a purchase of a sub Jersey Mike's. Oh. I know everyone buys a sub. I so. love a good sub from Jersey Mike's. <laughs> so um, if you again want to join in on the discussion, we'll give away. And we're live on Facebook, so I'm waving and waving it all around. But um, okay, so yesterday we decided that you were going to be on the show. We did <laughs> once. I said, oh. I don't have anybody for the show all month. Yes. <laughs> and then we and were here like, I am. When then, then they all got filled up. So this is perfect. Um, but you you did come up with our topic tonight. I so did. why don't you let everybody know what we're going to be talking about? Awesome. So tonight I wanted to talk about why experience matters um, in real estate. I think there's a lot of professions out there where, you know, if, if someone's got a designation in something, you just make an appointment and go. But I think it's a little different in real estate. So tonight I wanted to talk about why experience matters 
And I personally believe that it could save you as a seller thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. I have some pretty good examples um, from homes that I've sold and buyers and sellers that I've worked with to kind of, you know, tell you why I feel that way. So so that's where we're at tonight. We're going to talk about that. Nice. So, and you obviously have experience. You've been at our office for, what, over a year? Over is a year. It two, is it almost two years? I no. wish, but no. Yeah, okay. It's but you were a at a, a you were at another company previously. Mm-hmm. You have a couple years under your belt, so you yeah. know that experience, and you do this full-time. So yeah. you know that experience is important. You know to do this full-time is yes. important, and I know that we will get that in our wonderful agenda later on in the show, but... Um, <clears throat> What made you think of this topic? Because a lot of the times we come up with topics for the show because something happened in our business or or a discussion happened in the office where, you know, we were just sort of talking amongst ourselves. We have a lot of roundtables and accountability meetings here um, at the office. So we're always sort of um, chatting with each other. But what made you think of this topic in particular for tonight? Yeah, this is one that I I try to talk to everyone about because I think it's so important. And it's not necessarily me trying to sell myself to everyone out there. I think it's just, you know, the moral of the story to me is is that any decision that you make that impacts you, you know, financially, but also in other areas, you should do some research. So, so, you know, this has come up a few times now, and I've been kind of rewriting some of the copy on my website to, to kind of address this. When I speak with a new client, you know, usually we'll do a consultation on the phone, but then I ask them to come into the office. And a lot of times they're a little taken back, like, well, why do I need to come into your office? And they, you know, they come, obviously, and then they love it when they're done. But the thing is, is that there there needs to be kind of an interview process. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that that happens in a lot of situations. And you know, I've met people that'll be like, oh, you know, I sold my home and it, you know, it was 40 minutes from here, but we didn't have the best experience. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of that over and over again, the common theme is, is that they really didn't take the time to interview the professional that they hired. Yeah. So. And it's such an important thing, too. So, like. It is. And it's it's important and you should interview more than one person. It is. And know? I say that to everyone. Yeah. You know, when I, I get tagged a lot on Facebook by past clients and and friends. And I always say when I comment, you know, I would appreciate the opportunity to speak with you and be interviewed as, you know, a candidate to sell Mm -hmm. your home. And I think, um, you know, that's a different response than a lot of other realtors put. But the matter of the fact is you really should be talking to a few people and it's, you know, yeah, you want to find someone you vibe with, but you also want to know what that person's bringing to the table for you. You're hiring someone to do a service. Yeah. I think, I I don't know, I read a statistic somewhere recently where, like, everybody nowadays, like, you have to read, like, a million different reviews before you decide on anything, like, ordering anything off of line. Like, and it's funny because working in a referral-based business um, and most of our agents have had really great success of just, like, only working by referral. Um, It's funny because, like, it's not just the people that we know that, like, you sort of have to, like, get the opinions and, like, their experience from, but it's also people are looking you up online. They're right. they're looking you up everywhere. So it's it's not just, oh, what worked well for one person. It's like, we want to see the whole, like, the bigger picture and everything. So um, we, we did a show, I don't know, at some point, I don't even know if it's this year or last year. It was, like, the top 10 questions, and I think I did it with Kristen Howlett, top 10 questions to ask your realtor. 
Because you should be asking questions before you even sign a contract or anything. Um, You know, you should be asking certain questions to sort of see if this person really is full time, if this person really is professional. Right. I mean, honestly, would you go to, well, first of all, just full disclosure, when I go on vacation, it's like the only time of the year that I use Yelp. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I'm in an unfamiliar area. I don't know the restaurants. And quite frankly, I don't want to spend my hard-earned money on crap food. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I download Yelp, you know. I use it the one time of the year, and I read all of the reviews. And I look to see if they're recent, too. Yeah. Um, and, and that's always been great for me because I, I end up going to great places. So I just kind of give the analogy, you know, would you just walk into a restaurant you know nothing about, not look at the menu, and just order whatever? Mm-hmm. No. You know, so I I say the same thing from a realtor perspective. You know, you need to know kind of who you're dealing with. Are they a full-time realtor? You know, how how much have they been working in the current market? Because Lord knows since COVID, the markets have been different. Um, Yeah. You know, some, some good, some not. But, you know, you need to know who you're talking to. And not only that, so it goes more beyond just experience you know it's also what is this person bringing to the table for you and Mm -hmm. that that's where those 10 questions that you're talking about really come into play yeah um okay so what what is the impact of choosing an experienced versus an inexperienced real estate agent whether you're selling a house or buying a house what do you think that the impact would be choosing either one right um if if we're speaking from a seller perspective i have seen People who have hired agents, maybe they were referred to them or not. Um, maybe they just found them on the internet. But all of us here at Boston Connect, we are adamant about professional photography. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many statistics out there, and you know, on Google and everywhere else about you know how much more, you know, people that you get into your home, how much more exposure you get, how many more people are looking at your listings. So, let's say you do just pick a realtor and you sign their contract. Etc. They come in with their iPhone, mm-hmm. and they're taking pictures. Now we all know that the iPhone can take some great pictures, but you know, real estate photographers do their job for a reason. Yeah. They have the lighting, they have the exposure, they have the correct lenses to get the shots, so that you know you can make your home shine. Right. Um, so you know, if you hire someone and you haven't asked them, you know, are you as part of your service to me? Are you providing me professional photography? you sign that contract, they come in with their iPhone, they're potentially costing you thousands of dollars. Yeah. And, you know, as a sort of a professional standard here at the office, so like I do the social media for the company, I I don't promote listings that ha- don't have professional photography. Right. Because we want to keep it consistent because that is our standard. So if you right. would want, if you're an agent and you want us to promote your listing, you got to put a little into it as well. Exactly. And I will tell you, I actually, everything that I'm talking about tonight, you know, I think that's why I went with Experience Matters because I've experienced all of these things. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you because I'm in the office a lot talking to other agents, it's a red flag to us if we see a listing with iPhone photos. We can tell right off the bat. It doesn't take a trained eye. I mean, if the lighting isn't right and, you know, you can't really see the width of a room, you know right off the bat that, yeah. you know, the agent took it with their iPhone. And I do understand that there are sometimes circumstances where somebody needs to be on the market the next day because of extenuating circumstance. But for the most part, if you hire someone, you know, to do this for you, I mean, that is like one of the key things. Not only is it what people see on MLS, but it's on all of the marketing materials. Mm-hmm. And that's basically someone's first impression of your home. And yeah. I certainly wouldn't want, you know, it's like taking a selfie. 
Yeah. You know, we use professional <laughs> photographies for ourselves to promote ourselves. So yeah. why would I take a selfie of your house? Yeah. You know, so so that's a big deal. And I have actually seen agents who had iPhone photos and didn't really market the house more than putting it on MLS and the house sits on the market and doesn't sell. And I've had, it hasn't happened to me, obviously, because I do professional photography, but I have a friend who took over a listing, it expired, which mm-hmm. means it didn't sell and the contract ended. She took over the listing. She hired a professional photographer. She made very few changes, but they were good ones, you know, mm-hmm. like changing the layout yeah. of a couple of rooms. She had it sold within a week. Yeah. I mean, I, I am no longer on my home search journey, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, when I was for over a year, I could tell. I, I could tell who who has has been in the game for a while. And right. it's not just because I'm I'm a professional in this um oh Jim Grady just tried to call me. Interesting. Um it it's um not just because I'm a professional in this industry, but you know, you can just tell when you're looking at, you know, I I would say, well I put in eight offers in the course of a year and a half. So how many houses did I see in between? <laughs> Probably a, lot. a lot. Um so say I looked at 50 houses, okay? And you know, 40 of them were professional photography and 10 of them weren't. Like those 10 are sticking out. Like right. they're sticking out like a sore thumb. And they those ones were usually the properties that like yes, uh, oh, we have a guest Oh, give me me headphones. Okay, she's stealing my headphones. Uh, Sharon. Sorry, I also have beef jerky breath. I was upstairs in my office. Yeah, sorry about that. (sighs) All over your microphone. You know what? I was just listening to you guys upstairs, and I was like, all right, I'm not going to – they're going to do this show. They're doing a great job. Everything is great. And then I was like, yeah, I hate when that happens too. So you're talking about the iPhone and the Mm -hmm. pictures with the iPhone. What about my holy crap folder? I was getting there. Oh, you were? I was. But the ones where, where I just showed you one recently. The guy took a picture out his car window, and you can see it, that's not called a real rear view mirror. What's that mirror called? Your side, side mirror. Side view. Side, his side view mirror in the freaking picture. Mm-hmm. And it was an expensive house. I'm thinking, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. All right, that's all I had to say. Hi, Larry. I heard you're in the studio. Yeah, I'm here. Hi, nice to see you. Did, I was all fired up there. Did you feel that? Yeah, you're really getting uh, fired up there. Yeah, yeah, I was because it really <laughs> drives me crazy because I see that our agents, yeah. they're professionals, they yep. do the right thing, and it looks nice, and they really have a pride of ownership for their clients. And mm-hmm. then you're taking a damn picture outside your freaking car window. <laughs> Enough already. That's all the, right. That is so cheap. Really. <laughs> it is cheap. It is, and it's not fair. You, know, I the, mean, the, you and you I know? had this conversation about photos, and we were looking at photos, and she says, I would not publish these photos there's snow no. on the ground no. and and i looked at you and i said yeah it's not vermont <laughs> yeah it hasn't snowed yet no. i know it's sad i mean honestly you know to me it comes down to like ethics I, I mean i just don't think that that's fair to do to somebody to take you know basically they hire you to do a service and the best you could do is an iphone so speaking of which so sharon brought up her list so sharon keeps a folder of 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 images that she just is like horrified by yeah. and you know it's a WTF folder if yes, you know what is. that means. Yes. So um I've I've sent her a couple that are now in her collection. But you know, tying into photos, because I don't want to spend the whole time on photos, but tying into the photos is staging. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, you know, we've had a separate show of this. Should you stage your home? Should you not? But to me, part of staging too is, is is like putting away some of the clutter. So, like, I, I got it. I get notified every time there's a new listing in Plymouth County. 
So I got notified today. I click it and I say, oh, you know, that's that's the nice front of the house. I click the next picture, click a couple more. The very first shot of a bedroom and the bed is poorly made and there's a huge laundry basket overflowing with a pile of clothes. Yeah. You know, like I get that you're living in your home, but it's my job as your realtor to kind of help you out there. Yeah. You know, check the the laundry basket away. (laughs) Typically, I would straighten up your bed. I'd make sure the sheets are up. You know, if any pillows are crooked, you know, these are just all tiny little things that don't cost anything to just, you know, fix it. So. In these circumstances, like I clean off the kitchen counters, I, you know, I will, if you have, you know, towels, they're folded, um, you know, stuff like that. So it's just little things that really make a difference in the photos and kind of gives you a little edge there. So that's another thing that always gets me is when I see things, you know, like that, that, you know, could have easily been rectified. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I, I, th- I want to go back to sort of like the impact of choosing an experience and inexperience. So we have, you know, sort of how you put on a listing, you know, doing mm-hmm. the photography, you know, staging and everything. But also with an in- inexperienced agent, they lack sort of the expertise that's needed f- for navigating the whole entire process. So exactly. it's not just when something goes wrong. It's also when something goes right. So, right. you know, it's it's knowing the regulations of every time. So where smoke detectors need to be, where carbon monoxide needs to be, you need to do final water reading. It's like all these things that, you know, unfortunately, not every agent gets the training where they know that they're supposed to be doing these things because these aren't things that we learn in school. Right. You learn by doing. (laughs) You learn by fire, literally. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Well, I'll tell you because that makes me think of something. So we have an agent in this office who has something under contract. I'm not going to say who it is because it's under contract, but she's on the buy side. And they have signed purchase and sale, but the Title V hadn't been done. Um, And that's something, you know, obviously there's a stipulation for that in the purchase and sale, but the Title V was done so far, you know, after the accepted offer and the purchase and sale, and there's a problem now. Yeah. You know, so that's where inexperience comes in, too. You know, when I first meet with people to talk about, you know, potentially putting their home on the market... These are questions that I'm asking. Yeah. You know, like, let's get the Title V. We want to say going into this that, you know, we're all free and clear, or we can rectify any issues up front. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, similarly, we talk about, you know, the smoke inspections, other things. There's a lot that you can kind of strike while the iron is hot and have that knowledge. I go through a list, you know, do you know how old the roof is? When did you last do X, Y, and Z for the furnace? How old is your water heater? If you know all of this information, when buyers agents are coming through with buyers and you know all of this information, they know you've done your homework. They know you're representing your seller well and they know you're serious about selling the house. Mm-hmm. So that is definitely something that I always make sure to do. I like to have answers. And in fact, I had one property in Marshfield and they had had solar panels put on, but they had some problems with the installation of the solar panel and they were worried about maybe some moisture in the attic. So they said, should we just wait until we get to home inspection and, you know, see if it becomes an issue? And Mm -hmm. I said, no. Yeah. You know, I I don't think that's a great idea. I said, let's, you know, be um, preemptive about it. So we called Premier Restoration. They came out. They took a look. And they actually told us everything was fine. But they were willing to, you know, give us something to say, we're all good here. And my sellers were so relieved. Yeah. You know, so it's it's about kind of like, you know, checking off the boxes. Yeah, it's 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 all about navigating everything. Like it like I said, it's it's not just the things that go wrong, but it's knowing that things should be going right and how to get them to go right in the first place. Exactly. Well, <laughs> when you do 
do this, you know, for so long and you have a certain number of transactions and you feel like I will never say I've seen it all because in this industry, I don't think you could ever see it all. No, but you do start to learn things like I'm going to do this before it goes on the market because I want to have the answer and I want to make sure it's okay. And those are all things that you get with an experienced agent. What are some of the other sort of cost implications that could be um, like impactful for a client if they sort of um, don't hire a professional? We'll put it that way. Absolutely. Um, I, there, to me, there's a lot of things. Uh, one of the things that I offer when, when you hire me to sell your home is prep. And mm-hmm. I, I just kind of label it as such. I had a client um, at the very end of last year who wanted to sell her home and the landscaping was really overgrown. The front of the house needed a pressure wash. The deck needed to be pressure washed. The handle on the door was really loose, and the bathroom faucet was leaking. Mm-hmm. Within a few days, I had all of that taken care of. Um, and I have before and afters of that, and it made a significant difference. Um, and I Did really your husband think, help? Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, the, the husband is a, a contractor, so, um, you know, he he gets called in and he's always willing to do it because he knows how much it means to me. But, um, you know, I do stuff like that, you know, little things that I see that could make a big difference. Curb appeal is huge. Mm-hmm. He's come in so many times with his leaf blower or a can of paint or, you know, a faucet from Lowe's, um, you know, to, to just, you know, fix. Uh, he's actually even grouted tile for me before. So, you know, little things like that that yeah. I think make a huge difference. Yeah. So um, I realize that not everyone can do that, but there are also, you know, other things like, you know, to me, marketing materials. If I go to a listing and they're handing out the MLS sheet, to me, that's, you know, pretty basic. I, I always like to make sure that there's a brochure, there's mm-hmm. information. Mm-hmm. I usually always have lenders information there because I want to make this experience as great for the seller but also as great for the buyer you know I'm here to provide information and demonstrate that I am a real estate professional perfect um yeah I I mean and and you sort of have that standard throughout all of your all of your clients correct Mm -hmm. yeah so it's not just the bajillion dollar home that you have it's it's all of them you know and um you know, like I said, and everyone's really known sort of my price range where like, yeah, there were so many people, you know, putting in offers in the same houses that I did. But, you know, I feel like we all probably had sort of the same mindset of like, okay, this is professional. This is sort of not sort of professional. Right. Right. Um, But yeah. And and again, I'll, I'll say it's not just because I'm in the industry. It was because, you know, I was sort of educated to know, like, because you don't know the process until you're in it, like, sort of. Like, so, you know, there were parts of my journey where I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Purchasing something. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, this also just popped into my head. An agent in our office is taking a client of hers, a buyer, to look at a million dollar home tomorrow. Um, And when she reached out to schedule the appointment, uh, she was given a code to the house. Uh, yeah. And mm-hmm. we, she and I had a talk about it. She said, don't you think that's weird? Don't you think if you were representing a million dollar property that you would be there in person to, you know, showcase yeah. and highlight some of the features of the home? And, you know, I, I mean, that's something that I would ask too, but she's 100% right. I mean, can you imagine hiring someone to sell your home and, you know, they're just giving out a code. They're not even going to be present to, you know, yeah. kind of give a tour and show your home. 
um, you know, and highlight its features and kind of talk about, you know, what it has to offer, et cetera. So, you know, that's something else I would ask, you know, a, a potential realtor if you were interviewing them, you know, will you be showing my home or are you going to, you know, just kind of put it on a lockbox and let people come and go? Yeah, I, it, it is. It is so important. Like, like I said, you really do know the difference because mm-hmm. it is it is super important. And I would say probably the same thing with open houses. Like, you know, if your buyer is going to an open house, like if you can accommodate that showing, then great, you should. If you can't, you should be looking at that property afterwards mm-hmm. if they want to put in an offer. Absolutely. Um, you know, not putting in an offer on something blindly because, you know, you're you're a professional. You're supposed to you're supposed to sort of come up with other things that they could put in their offer being like, okay, hey, like I noticed this, like maybe we should mm-hmm. address it or this might become an issue at some point, whatever. Like I said, navigating the pr- the process and knowing that, you know, you have a, a, a professional on your side. <clears throat> yeah. Right? Full-time versus part-time. Yes. What are your thoughts on that? I have a hard time with this one. So when I first started real estate, I was part-time and I was able to Um, be available when I needed to be. So that is a difference. But I will tell you that there has been a huge difference. I've I've been full-time for a while now. So there is definitely a huge difference when you hire a full-time realtor. I have been, I I mean, I could, it take, it would take me like 10 hands to count how many times I have been to a showing or spoken to an agent who has listed a property. um, And they tell me this is not my full-time gig. So I'm going to have to get back to you later. Mm Mm-hmm. If I hired someone to sell my home and they were receiving inquiries about my home and they were telling them they'd have to get back to them later because they were working, I mean, that's really tough. Yeah. You know, um, I actually had a client who wanted to put in an offer on something here in Pembroke and he indicated that he worked part time and that he, he really could only follow up with real estate stuff on nights and weekends. We waited about two days, and she finally said, you know what, if it's this hard to write an offer on the house, I, I, I just don't want to be bothered. It's it's too upsetting yeah. to me to have to wait. And I've actually sadly seen that happen a couple of times, not necessarily wanting to put in an offer, mm-hmm. but trying to get information about a property that only the listing agent has, and you can't get them to call you back. Yeah, it's tough. And that's why it's so important, like to to know sort of the difference between full-time and part-time agents and, you know, knowing that, yes, there is dedication on a part-time agent for sure. You start, you, you know, you started off with just being part-time, but you dove in and fully committed to being full-time. Absolutely. Um, you know, so because you recognize that you needed to, you know, and um, maybe there were other factors or whatever. And, and a lot of agents go through this as well because, you know, you don't just become an agent and then start selling a million houses a day. Uh, a day. Yeah, right? that would be nice. That would be nice. A million houses a year, you know, there you got to build it up and, and you get it. You got to have an income and stuff like that. But, you know, when you're looking for this, you know, type of steady business income, you really have to commit to it full time. Um, and it's not just selling and, you know, helping people buy a house or sell a house. It's also being educated along the way. So being mm-hmm. available for doing all of these little webinars and seminars and classes and all that stuff. Like you have to be available for those things because that's how you become a stronger agent. Absolutely. Um, and getting designations and all that stuff. So, um, you know, there are tons of benefits both working with like a dedicated full-time agent. And I think that, you know, 
are there any other are there any other reasons why there are <laughs> there are all reasons yeah. why i mean and that that's the hard thing you know when i i talk to people i mean to me this process from start to finish from the moment you call me to ask me um you know if i'll come talk to you about buying or selling to when you have actually bought or sold is education so you know to me it is my goal not just to help you but to also educate you yeah um you know and that is such a big deal to me so why I was so passionate about this topic is that it, it furthers the education. Mm-hmm. You know, if wherever you're listening from tonight, you know, I, I would just say that if you are thinking about hiring a real estate professional, interview several. Yeah. Have the same set of questions and ask them all, um, you know, the same questions. And you're going to see a huge variety in answers. Mm-hmm. And that right there should give you some indication of who you would be inclined to hire and who you wouldn't. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah. Yeah, and you can even listen to the past show that we did. So if you go to TalkRealEstateRoundtable.com or you go to your podcast app and um, you know type in Talk Real Estate Roundtable, you can somehow sort 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 through that. Right. I think if you search like you know top ten questions to ask your realtor, it'll probably pop up there too. Um, but yeah, we did we did a show, and it's it's just important to ask these questions. And um, you know, in that show, like I said earlier, like a lot of our topics come uh, come up because of you know. Things that naturally happen in our business. That day, Kristen got a text message from a potential client and said, "Hey, I have a couple questions for you." And there were ten questions, and right. you could tell that they like researched these questions on like what to ask. I've been interviewed. Very, yeah, they yeah. were very. Um, she ended up uh, getting them as a client, and she helped them purchase a home. So um, that was amazing for her. But that that's why we did the show um, on that literally that day. Right. Um, but yeah. There's um there there's there's plenty of things that you know we can sort of help everybody with. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, to follow up on that, where here I'm preaching education tomorrow on my social media, which is um, Realtor Emmy Flaherty. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. I'm also on TikTok, but for purposes of ten questions, I'll put it on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Yeah, so I'll put them out there tomorrow. But you know, one of the questions is, are you full time or part time? Other questions are kind of, you know, what do you? offer with with your services and one thing that I think um, well as far as I know is unique to me is um, I am a huge pet lover Um, I know there are a lot of those people but where I'm going with this is I have three dogs two cats a flock of chickens and a horse so (laughs) like a chicken I know so like anytime I have to go anywhere short term or long term I have to make accommodations Mm -hmm. and I'm totally fine with that But I deal with a lot of equestrians. I deal with a lot of animal lovers. And when you're moving, you know, to me, my animals are family. They're my kids, too. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I have kids, but my pets are kids, too. Um, You know, it's it's hard. You know, I have two two big dogs and a smaller dog. Mm -hmm. You can't just like toss them in a car and drive around for hours during an open house. Like they're going to tear your car apart. So one thing I offer, because I try to think of all situations and and make this process as smooth as possible, is um, if you are having an open house, and I'm, you know, obviously running that for you, um, Perfect Pet in-home dog walking and sitting will take care of your animals for you at um, no extra cost. Wow, that's awesome. So you can either drop them off. you can coordinate that? Yeah, I coordinate all of that. It's on my website, too. I have a little link that says your furry friends. What's your website? EmmyFlaherty.com. Whoa, that was easy. Yes, it is. But if you, you know, I get it. And then on moving day, so funny story, but I had a client who had a hedgehog, and I don't even know 
what the other um, animals were. They were in a cage. Oh. Um, but they came and stayed at my house. Um, they stayed at my house for two <laughs> they days. They stayed at your house. They did. I mean, I have a safe and secure location. I don't know what location. animals were there, but they were there. <laughs> I know they weren't snakes. Um, and I could see the hedgehog. He was super cute. I could see him. And obviously, I cared for them. But um, I don't have, I want to say they were like chinchillas or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, they stayed. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know how to identify any no, of that. <laughs> no, I think they were smaller than chinchillas. Anyways, they stayed at my house. Like, pets are very important to me. So if you, you know, on moving day, she will take them for you. Um, also, at no cost, she has, like, m- multiple fences out back, fabulous of animals. So I find that to be super helpful. That's I try, awesome. Yeah, I try to think of the little things, um, which for pet owners, it's not so little. But yeah, every anything that I can do to help make moving day less stressful, I will yeah. do. Well, we should do uh, the next time that you're on the show. We'll do a, sh- a show all about moving day, like so. Yeah. The actual we've done shows about moving. We've done shows about um, you know moving with pets and kids and everything. But um, but that's what I, I'm going to challenge you. I know. Well, <laughs> January moving, moving with hedgehogs and moving small with hedgehogs and small rodent like animals. I almost said dinosaurs. <laughs> I literally just had to catch myself oh, wow. to not say dinosaurs, but then I had to call myself out. Yeah, if you want to move with dinosaurs. <laughs> right. Well, that could be chickens. They say chickens are the closest living relative to dinosaurs, which is why they call what? them tiny dinies. Yes. <clears throat> tiny dinies. I've yes. never heard of that before. As a chicken mom, I can tell I, you. I guess so. Yes, they are the closest living that, like, relative. Like a, an alligator or something. or <laughs> Like a, some sort of, well, I guess, you know, maybe like the bird, what, like a pterodactyl. Yeah, like thing. I think if you like imagine like a them. pelican, I would think that like a pelican, right? Like oh my god, if you imagine them without their feathers, but like yeah, you know. huh? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So if you're moving with a tiny tiny, is that what it's tiny 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 tiny? Mm-hmm. Uh, we could help you with that. <laughs> I, I would even take your chickens, not yeah. with mine, obviously, but you know. Oh, oh we yes. have a caller. We love callers. We have a caller. Who do we have on the phone? Teresa. Hello, Teresa. Hi, how are you girls? We're doing well. How are you? Good, good, good. Hey, listen, my house has been on the market for like a month. Uh oh. I've had a lot of showings. I've had a lot of open house. It's horse friendly. I have three stalls. You live in Marshfield. I know. Do you live in Marshfield, Teresa? I have a pool, yes. Yep. It's a beautiful, private, beautiful place. It's paradise. I love it there. I love to keep it. You know, but my family's calling and I have to go. So uh, it's up for grabs. But, you know, you, I, you know, I would have, what do you think about a dog-friendly or animal-friendly open house? Hey, hey, I mean, oh. I don't know. Are you offering for people to truck in their horses? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, I have three great stalls, you know. People yeah. could rent the stalls out for $1,200. You know, a month each stall, absolutely three stalls, and make enough to pay their mortgage. Yeah, I know wow. which property you're now talking it, about. Yeah, it's up for grabs. <laughs> it's still here, you know. Well, and, perfect. Um, yeah, we'll have content, to. Uh, content negotiable. No. Yeah. Perfect. See, I we'll like have that. To, yeah, we'll have to talk with your uh, realtor and see if we can get a, a you know a little horse party over there. <laughs> I know. I, um, the yeah, answer to your yeah, question yeah. is. Honestly, the answer to your question is if you're talking about like dog friendly open houses, I mean, sure. 
Um, I definitely yeah. think that, you know, equestrian people um, are super particular. I can tell you because I am one. Um, you know, yeah. it depends. Like, you need a certain number of turnouts and a certain amount of space to have a certain number of horses. So is that something you've been running into? No, because, you know, I have an acre of land, you know. Yeah. So it, it's great. You know, it's been great, you know. But, um, you know, 30 years and, and we've had multiple horses mm, here and yeah. everything. And it's been it's awesome. And you can ride to all these conservation trails, 350, 400 acres from my house, you know. Yeah, and then yeah. you get off the horse, and you can take a shower outdoor and take a dip in the pool. <laughs> wow, I know. sounds like a little and paradise. Then, and be with your horse, and the horse nice. is right there with you. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, it's really, a, a really nice. Um, but uh, you know, I, I know it needs. It has some. Um, what do you call? Uh, um, maintenance. It needs some yeah. more siding. It needs, you know, some, yeah, you know, little maintenance. So deferred maintenance. That's what you say, Defer- right? Yeah, I, I like that. What we yep. say we deferred say deferred maintenance. We, deferred we, if you want to yeah. put a little flat equity into it, and, or you wanted to rent the stalls out to make enough money to fix it up, or we'll do. And I didn't want to do the kitchen or bath over because people want to do their own kitchen. That's true. That, that is, is true. true. Yeah, you we've know? done some shows um, on um, some renovations and stuff and what you should and shouldn't do. But um, you sound like you have a little bit of a piece of paradise over there. So if anybody listening wants to take a look at that, we are happy to show that I was listing gonna say, over there in Marshfield. Because, yes, um, yes, Tracy, you've called in before. showings all the time. I keep nice. it awesome. all the time. Well, Perfect. I will share so, it tomorrow for my horse friends, and I'll see what I can do, Teresa. <laughs> great, great. Yeah. The horse, the horse uh, equestrian's paradise. It's really good. Awesome. Perfect. Well, yeah. thank you so much for calling, Teresa, and good luck. Okay, thanks. You guys thank have you. a great day. Thank you. Thank you as well. Bye. We just have a couple more minutes left in the show, so I sure. wanted to give you an opportunity to give your contact information out to all of our listeners. So if they want to see Teresa's house, if they want to see anybody's house, if they want to hire a professional, how could they get in touch with you, Emma? Right. If you would like to hire a professional who could potentially save you thousands, you can call. <laughs> I was trying to do that my best advertisement voice. If you would like to hire a professional. <laughs> I know. Um, Larry not, could probably do it. I know, yeah, right. Um, Emmy Flaherty, full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate, um, 781-217-4580. And I am on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as Realtor Emmy Flaherty. Give your number one more time. 781-217-4580. Yeah. This is a great topic, and I feel like we have so much more that we could, um, you know, should should, uh, be saying in... I'm sorry, Sharon. We're 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 all live on air. Thanks, Sharon. <laughs> uh, right. Well, I was going to say I, we focus a lot on sellers tonight um, because I've definitely firsthand seen people that I think could have gotten more for their homes if they had done some of the things that we've already talked about. Um, but for buyers out there, you know, I will say it does also matter who you work with because they're going to ask the right questions. They know what to look for. They know how to write a winning offer. I actually. Once, you know, you start working with me and before we write our first offer, I actually have a PDF of a winning offer guide Mm -hmm. that I provide to my clients because Mm -hmm. I want you to understand, you know, the nature of the offer, the some of the, you know, key points of the offer and where you can really win. So if you're interested in any of that, um, you know, the winning offer guide or I have a beginner's um, 
first time buyer checklist. That's yeah. all, all on my site too. Wow, you have so much on your site. I gotta go to your site. I, I want to click on every single link. And I'm gonna see what you got. It's fun. I'm. I have some more to, that I, that I will be adding because you know I feel like every time uh, I come across something, I kind of like to put it out there. I have a blog out there too, but um, you know I will put the ten things out there tomorrow. The ten questions you should ask a realtor. Yeah, this goes for you know buying or selling. And um, you should put a link on your website to all the shows that you've done because I you've do. done the show a couple times, and I, I just signed you up for a, a January show. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I hope you're available. I'll, I'll make myself available. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, th- this is a great topic. We didn't get through all of it, of course, because Julia does a fantastic job at, at our agenda here. But um, we can continue this discussion. We can do, um, maybe you can do a little blog post about it, I'm too. I'm to. Yeah, okay. So give your um, give your website one more time. So it's emmyflaherty.com. And if you're in the car, my Emmy is spelled with an I-E. I get that a lot at Starbucks. Oh. Um, (laughs) So it's E-M-M-I-E, Flaherty.com, and 781-217-4580. And check me out on Instagram and Facebook. It's Realtor Emmy Flaherty, and it'll be out there tomorrow. Perfect. You can go to bostonconnect.com, find all of our contact information. You can find Emmy's contact information and a link to her website, um, her bio, all that fun stuff. 781-837-4900 is the number. So we're going to be back uh, on Saturday morning with Sharon at 8 a.m. to, uh, you know, talk some real estate. So, awesome. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much Bye, for joining. Thank you. Bye, Have Larry. Bye.